Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Trek to the Holodeck. I'm Darius. I'm Dylan. And I'm Jan. And on Trek to the Holodeck, we have taken upon ourselves the hollow duty of watching and rating every single Star Trek Holodeck episode ever. That's going to make no sense to anybody who didn't watch the stream. Oh my God. Which is great. Um, yeah. Uh, Dylan, w- what constitutes a holodeck for us? Uh, if we're uh, if, if we're gonna say we're rating holodeck episodes, then we have to decide what is a holodeck episode. So, what is that? It's a great question. <clears throat> um, the holodeck episodes that we're judging involve anything that the holodeck is in. So, if it's a whole episode that has a, takes place in the holodeck, we'll be doing that. If it is just uh, like Picard walking out of the holodeck and like shooting somebody a a thumbs up, uh, then we're gonna do that. If we see any of the holodeck, it will be ranked by our ranking system. What's our ranking system? Our ranking system, it it, it's patent pending. Like yeah, we said today it is going to be patented. It'll be patent pending. So so once I say this, you can't go out and just like steal it because once we have the patent, we'll sue. We'll sue you. Like we will. You're in first. Yeah. Um, Cease and letters will be going out. But that that system that we came up with that is patent pending is the Drask system. It, it stands for dialogue, romance, action, suspense, camp, and stakes. And we rate those on one to five for each category. One to five tracks. One to five. I, so this week we're doing an episode from Star Trek Voyager. It's called Meld. Uh, it's from season two, episode 16. So if you want to watch it before listening to the rest of the episode, pause it now's now. your chance. Yeah, pause it now. Go watch pause the 45-minute episode. Yeah. And then- Smash that pause button. <laughs> 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 I don't know what that sound was. <laughs> uh, this episode was uh, recommended by a listener, Nick, uh, through our Instagram. So yeah. thank you, Nick. And That's right. We listen to our listeners. Yeah, We listen, they listen to, to us and listeners. we listen to them. So it's, yeah, it's, it's a, a symbiotic of listening relationship. <laughs> <laughs> so if you do have a suggestion for a holodeck episode, hit us up on Instagram or Twitter or wherever, or join our Discord, and, and we have a suggestions channel in the Discord. So oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm I'm just gonna be the soundboard uh, today. <laughs> so if you guys want to press the soundboard, just like press the camera, <laughs> and I'll be like. Doing, 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 doing. <laughs> Man, ever since we got the soundboard from our our uh, podcast network, oh yeah. <laughs> no, I mean this soundboard. I caramba. <laughs> uh, this is already off the rails, and I love it. Yeah. Uh, how about that new? Uh, I mean, it's it's not new at this point. I think we've heard it once or twice now. But how about that uh, that sound signature from Indiesaurus? Should we play it now? Oh, it's, it's super rad. Yeah, yeah like, like hit that. Press, press the button. You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. Oh, yeah. yeah it's, it's like smooth jazz, but it's if it was smooth. violent. You yeah. know, if smooth jazz smooth. was violent, that's what that <laughs> See, is. See, I get more of like, if it's like if it were a, like a snuff film, but chill. <laughs> so I get the, like the kind of the opposite like, side of it, but it's the same vibe, but like. like chill hop snuff film. Snuff film chill hop. <laughs> Snuff films to chill and relax too. 
you don't know what a snuff film is, do not Google do it. Not no, no. it. Do not look it up. Do not look it up. If you don't know what it is, you're you're better off. Just don't know what <laughs> it is for the rest of your life. Bear meow meow meow. Oh, sorry. There we go. I don't need to make the noises anymore because we have Dylan. <laughs> no, we have the our soundboard. Sound we have the soundboard. <laughs> Excuse me, our Dylan soundboard. Dylan is operating the soundboard. Yes, I'm operating the soundboard today. Uh, well, uh, guys, um, <clears throat> uh, get your uh, pull cues ready yeah, and yeah. make and sure that your grip strength is at maximum. And make sure you find uh, uh, find somebody that's kind of like Harry Kim who's like never played pool before so that you can like mm-hmm. uh, set up like a pool shark situation where you're like, hey, dude, like I, I know you just won that round, but how about we like we set up a betting a bet? Yeah, stakes. take it up a notch, and or, you know yeah, when yeah. you're about to lay down the bets, kick it up a notch. Be like, you know what? Let's actually do double or nothing on the bet. Yeah, Make sure you do that also. Yeah, yeah, because you know? this bet's gonna be like super special. But before we actually like play this pool game that we're gonna do a double or nothing bet on, like I bet you that I could do this faster than you. You want to know what that is? What? what? Trek to the holiday! You believe these simulations to be this real? Much of it is real, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Not that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. What were you referring to in doing faster than you? The track to the holiday? Our track, yeah. Our track, kind of. Yeah, I was going to do the track faster than you guys. Oh, you could track to the holodeck faster than we could. Yeah. That was the bet. Cool. And I I won. That's the bet. You You won won it. I won. We should start doing a NFT Trek to the Holodecks where you every can buy... one of our Trek to the Holodeck episodes is an NFT, right? You can you <laughs> can like, own you little... the least carbon efficient <laughs> podcast network. We could do races where you you uh, your NFT is one of us, right? And it would be a true Trek to the Holodeck, <laughs> and you race uh, our little NFT characters through the hallways of the Enterprise <laughs> to get to the Holodeck. So it would really be a Trek to the Holodeck. I love that. Yeah. If we ever do like an animation, that's what it's got to be. Is just all of us. It's Running like in, 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 in baseball games over. where yeah. they have to like that. I, I don't know what it, what it is for like the Giants, uh, but like the, like yeah, they the do Phillies the races. Does, the Phillies does the presidents, right? It's the presidents, the for, hot dogs, or in Atlanta yeah. because everything is corporate in Atlanta for yeah. the Braves. It's um, it's a Home Depot, like a hammer, a saw. And something oh my else. God. Uh, yeah, everything is super corporatized in Atlanta. I mean, uh, everywhere. Like, what? No, Atlanta is the only corporate city. In <laughs> <laughs> no we way. live in a corporate nightmare. Just uh, in what they should do is they should do the different vaccines. They should have Pfizer, Ooh, Moderna, Johnson, Johnson, that, Johnson, Johnson, AstraZeneca. If I had a baseball team, Sputnik. Instead of doing the Thanks. sausages like they have in, uh, be in big cartoon Milwaukee. needles. <laughs> Big cartoon needles. <laughs> but 
with no labels either, so people don't actually, without the context, are just like, "What is this what for is heroin? That? What is, is that, happening? Is who, this diabetes?" Yeah. Like, I want to do all the vaccines. Like, I want to pick a vaccine, but I don't know which one is which. And when, then somebody which? turns to the person and goes, "That's the point too. because they're all." Just as good as each other. They all just get work. They all but work. there's a fourth a one. I don't know if there's a fourth one. I'm worried that I'm going to pick heroin if I don't <laughs> pick the right one. You could pick heroin by accident. You could pick heroin. It's a good. It's a good. Uh, it's a. It's a PSA that we had to put in there is to get your vaccine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and also, let's just go ahead and get this out of the way. Um, how's the chicken that everybody's eating from? KFC. I, they're still not giving it to me. They're still not giving it to me. There's, I haven't. I'm just haven't, miming eating chicken because they're making. <laughs> I they're making us call them out. They're making us work eight-hour shifts every week. Mm. Yeah, without any yeah. pay, and they pat us down it's, on the way in and out, and they keep telling me, "No, your bucket of chicken's in the mail," and I'm checking the mail every the mail. day, and there's no bucket of chicken. I keep I'm, receiving chicken with like a little baby bite taken out of it. Not even like a big <laughs> bite, just like a tiny little bite. But just enough to make you go like, I, I don't want to eat that. that. Yeah. <laughs> what ate, what took a bite out of this? Did what a tiny actual mouth baby took a bite take out a bite? of this? <laughs> like a baby without teeth or it's like its first tooth. And like the first thing that you're going to taste is this. It's like the disgusting. cartoon baby with one big Delicious, tooth. Delicious, excuse me. And he makes yeah. this noise. <laughs> Which is kind of the sound that like an old cabinet makes when you open it. But that is, if you've ever met a baby with one tooth, that is the sound they make when they bite into something. I can't. We have to stop. Um, this is, no, what are you talking about? This is perfect Trek this is content. Gold. This is uh, gold. Okay, so this episode is mind meld. Um, so, hey guys, coincidence watch. Uh, it's it's season two, episode 16 of Trek to the Holodeck, and it's also season two, episode 16 of Voyager. Voyager. Uh, and this episode, another coincidence, came out on February 5th, 1996, which is my birthday. Yeah, I mean, the, not 1996. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm old as shit. I was not born in 1996. <laughs> I'm definitely not. If you, My hairline will make that very clear. Uh, the teleplay was by Michael Piller, but the story idea came from... Michael Sussman. This was his, he was an intern on Voyager at the time. And this was his first pitch uh, that like went through and became a full episode. That's impressive that an intern even got to pitch something. Yeah. Yeah, Apparently his job was to like monitor. (laughs) He was like the script reader for um, freelance pitches for Voyager. Oh, cool. And he kind of like snuck this one at the end. He's like, what about this? I just got this one and I read it and it was like really good. I don't know who Geraldine Wilson is, but man, this is a good (laughs) pitch. Really good. And then Michael Pillar's like, this is good. (laughs) And then he's like, oh, what's that? Did Hold on. There's something weird about where it says Geraldine Wilson and he just scratches it. I was like, oh, it's me. He pulls a piece of masking tape off of Geraldine. (laughs) (laughs) This guy, this guy stole my idea. Yeah. What? 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 <laughs> Tim what? Robinson, the intern. <laughs> what? I mean, we always it, fall Michael back Pillar, on that. Michael Pillar is like reading the script. He's like, I really, you know, I, I'm really loving the script. The only thing that I think we need to get out of there is uh, Tuvok can't have a raging boner the whole script. Like that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> that was gonna be a hit. Turns out it sucks. Sucks. <laughs> 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 fucking 
sucks. Yeah, there's no way we're gonna make this episode. <laughs> we're gonna, it's not an efficient one. No. Um, um, so the the episode was directed. Oh, also, real, real quick, Michael Sussman would go on to write like 32 episodes of Voyager and Enterprise, and Enterprise. He did. He did a lot. I'm kind of shocked. So this is a good episode. Yeah, it's great. Quite quite a good one. It was directed uh, by Cliff Bowl. Thanks. Old vet. I don't Cliff remember Bull. if we had any bits about Cliff Bull. I think he might be the guy who h- hates kids. Maybe. I, you know what? That's that's quite a thing to say. <laughs> there was a director that hated kids. He's the guy yeah. who hates kids. I think so, though. Um, I don't know. He he is passed away, so yeah. I will try not to speak ill of the dead. Uh, <clears throat> music. Who did the Who did the music? Yokiano David Bell. Bell. Oh, <laughs> I had it. Yeah. Oh my God. He, he was waiting for that. I was, was so, so, so silent. I was like, this, this, we're doing a bit. We're doing a bit, Dylan. We're doing a bit. <laughs> I'm the soundboard for today. Sorry. Yep. The funny thing oh, is, is I'm going to have to put David that into the episode when we edit it. You yeah. know it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so before we get into the meat of this, uh, there are also vegan options because uh, David Bell is actually surprisingly options? pretty good about is there that. vegetarian options? Vegetarian. Yeah. There are vegetarian options. I mean, yeah. all vegan options are vegetarian, but not all vegetarian options are vegan. What if, mm-hmm. what if uh, you know, that vegetarian wanted to have some of the, the, the meal that you laid out there and they still wanted that dairy, you know, but they didn't want the meat. Yeah. You got to think about these things when you're putting together a platter. You can't just have vegan yeah. and non-vegan options. There's got to be a vegetarian option because vegetarians love their dairy. I yes, as a vegetarian, I concur. I agree. Uh, and as we know, uh, <laughs> the parent company for KFC is also the parent company of Taco Bell. So that is why we do have to take some time and 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 talk a bit about Taco Bell options. So I was thinking maybe we could do a little bit of a recap of this episode, but maybe a short one. Yeah. Like a 30 maybe second Maybe like one? a yeah. This Week On segment. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Um, this week, I think Dylan is up to give us a 30 second. <gasps> oh my God. Is it my turn? Am, am, am I the new contestant on this show? Yeah. Contestant, buddy. Yay. <laughs> so you're going to summarize everything that happens in this episode. You're not going to leave anything out. Nothing. You okay. only have 30 seconds to do it. I got it. You got it? Yeah. So as soon as you start talking, I'm going to hit that start button on that timer. Tom starts a lottery in the holodeck. Uh, some dude gets fucking murdered and stuffed in like a thing in the ship. And uh, Tuvok finds the guy who does it. He's like, you murdered him. Why'd you murder him? And the guy's like, oh, I don't know. I just like murdering people. And Tuvok is like, I got to mind meld with you. So he mind melds with him. And then he wants to fucking kill this guy because he killed this dude. Uh, and in the end, they mind meld again and he's fine. And the murderer is actually kind of chill and at peace with everything. And uh, yeah. Oh, and and nobody fucks. Sorry, nobody bangs and like <laughs> <laughs> nobody fucks. Nobody fucks. <laughs> nobody fucks. We don't see Janeway very often in this episode. No, it's it's no. a it's a it's an off week for Catherine. Yeah, uh, Kate Mulgrew. Yeah. yeah, she went up to uh, Palm Springs and had a nice week. <laughs> Came in on Friday, did her scene in the in the sick bay. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. and then took the uh, weekend off. 
Is this episode worth watching just for the holiday content? Yeah. Absolutely, in my eyes. I yeah. think so. Because it's not just a pool scene. Even if no. we'll get to it's, the other yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> even if it's just this other scene, even if you took all the pool scenes out and it was just this other scene, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> and to be clear, we're talking about billiards, not a, a swimming pool. <laughs> yes, that is important. <laughs> the billiard scene. Some guest star shout outs. Let's do uh, it. We got Debbie, De- Debbie David <clears throat> as Frank Darwin's arm. Apparently, nice. there was no actual Frank Darwin, and just somebody else played their arm that they found. And Debbie was a, a, a background actor on 78 episodes of Star Trek. That's like a so lot. That's doing that is a, work. That is a staple background actor for Star Trek right there. It's like, who are we going to get to do this? Yeah, good Debbie. 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 How much do you think you make on 78 background episodes of Star Trek? Yeah, I don't $500. know. $500. Like, I, I really don't. You don't say anything, right? That's the <laughs> distinct. That's what a background actor is, right? They don't. They literally will have no lines, right? Yeah. So they won't be SAG. These days, you maybe get 150 bucks, right? Just like yeah. a easy day An episode, rate. Yeah. So, that's a but if they good use Debbie like 78 times, they must be like, you know what? I'm not going to mess with whoever just walked in today. Debbie's Give me Debbie. This. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Angela Dorman as Ricky. Was that the, the person that uh, Tom Paris was hanging out with inside? Shays. Yeah, it's like his holodeck. It's his like holodeck the holodeck girlfriend. girlfriend or babe that he like created to make the other the owner of the holodeck bar jealous. Yeah, <laughs> Paris is like deep into creating lore for his <laughs> for his programs. Um, yeah, uh, Simon Billig played Hogan. I th- I think that's Who's one of Hogan? the engineering guys. Is he the guy who gets like hurt, gets messed up, and I don't even one. remember who Hogan is. I think he's just a guy who works in engineering. I think uh, we got Brad Dorfin, Do- Dorif. Sorry, <laughs> Brad Dorif, uh, Dorif as Lon <laughs> as Lon Suter, uh, who I didn't even know. This is quite the piece of information here. Uh, he played Grimma Wormtongue in Lord of the Rings, the disgusting, creepy guy. He's great. I've and seen I, him in other I, things. He looks too. so familiar. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. He's a character actor. Yeah. He uh he's so gross and creepy in Lord of the Rings. And he's yeah, good he's, in this too. He's really good in this. I get yeah. like we love he's like Hannibal Lecter y sometimes. I mean, kind of a, the yeah, fact that they gave Hannibal him black uh contacts really helps. Cause it's just like soulless, you know, like yeah. yeah. The fact that he's a Betazoid is pretty wild too, right? He's like a psycho yeah. Betazoid. Yeah. Well, apparently, originally, 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 it was written or pitched as like it's an alien from the Delta Quadrant, and then they change it to human, and then Tim Russ was like, actually, I think it should be a Betazoid because we've seen mind males with humans be fine in the past. Yeah. But if it's a Betazoid, maybe that's why like it kind of goes crazy and weird. Yeah. Because good job, Tim Russ. Yeah, Tim Russ. Would who, by the way, I is my personal MVP of this episode, which I think totally makes sense. Absolutely. It's, it's he's one of my MVPs of Voyager in general. Oh, just in yeah. general, yeah. In general, yeah, yeah. Very, very. I mean, he's just great in this episode. What he's, I mean, what do we like? Um. I like that Neelix's sideburns are a little shorter than they are uh, at the end of the series. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed, but his sideburns it's, get longer and longer yeah. and wilder do you think as the series goes on. Ever was like, hey, um, Neelix, I, look, your hygiene is your hygiene, but 
I have noticed it. I can't. It's just you, I keep getting your hair in my food. If you're gonna be oh. making food, you, you, you gotta put you like gotta a wear net. Over He's wearing the hat. <laughs> you know, you, you can tell that he googled human hats for chefs, but yeah. but he didn't. He doesn't understand the purpose. And like, you need a hairnet or yeah, something. A hair for, net. Yeah, yeah. Net KFC would not allow him to no, work. Absolutely. He, Funny <laughs> enough, they let me work without anything. It's weird. Yeah, I don't know why, but well, it's because we're also ushered in through the back door. Yeah. yeah. I also, speaking of Neelix in this episode, I love that he's like really trying to get an orgy going on. Like he is like really into this idea of everyone taking their clothes off and chasing each other around. Yeah, he's like, Did I, you know, just like a. Norm- I think I missed this part. What happened? What? No, he is. It's right at the beginning, and he is like, he walks up to Tuvok and is like, "Hey, Mister Vogan, how you doing? Uh, like, let's hang out, let's talk. Happy something. Oh, happy right. Yeah. Okay. Holiday of something. And he's like, he's basically like Happy Hanukkah. Yeah. And yeah. Tuvok's like, yeah, this is not that kind of holiday. And then he's like, yeah, he's but like, all of your Vulcan holidays are serious and boring. <laughs> Yeah, and then he's like, I know it's tradition for everyone to take their clothes off and chase each other. And uh, <laughs> Tuvok's like, okay, I'm done, thanks, I'm out. And then Tuvok gets, the, uh, gets the, the phone call of, like, somebody died. And he's like, I gotta go, can't. I gotta Darn. solve a murder. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Neelix is left in the kitchen thinking about everyone taking their clothes off and chasing each other around. Like, God, I was really excited about that Vulcan <laughs> pagan holiday. <laughs> That would be like if somebody's like, yeah, like, you know, December 21st, like the winter solstice, don't you guys just like all take, take your, your clothes, clothes off, off and do drugs and stuff? It's like, yeah, like 2,000 years ago in a small <laughs> segment of Europe. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, buddy? <laughs> uh, I liked that the murder was not, like the murder investigation was not the whole episode because mm-hmm. I was I was like bracing myself for just like, ah, oh, they're just going to make this yeah procedural yeah. thing. Uh, but no, pretty quickly, <laughs> the doctor's like, uh, "Yeah, there's like tons of DNA here, and it's it's suitor. It's definitely this uh, guy." Yeah, I, uh, two things about that. <clears throat> We're still in the '90s, right? So there's still this uh, this overarching uh, mindset of everybody that DNA doesn't lie, and so they have yeah. that they have that line in there. I mean, we found out these days that like. It's not as, as exact a science as they wanted it to be. Uh, there's a lot of that in this. Like, there's yeah. a lot of there's that. There's also the moment where the doctor is like referencing this like Freudian ideology of like we're all animals deep down, and we all have these these violent thoughts and passions, and we control them. Or, and if we didn't, we would just all be complete crazy animal heathens. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of that weird stuff where you're like, I don't. I mean, that's just a theory. I don't know if that's like really, really true. And yeah, and the DNA thing. We have to keep in mind the canon of the doctor is that he is a doctor designed by an engineer. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like he is, but he you know, also like has the access, guy. He also has access to all medical records. He does, but there's no like liberal arts no. contextualization or anything. He's yeah. just, he's literally like, of course, like a Freudian, like all of Freud will have the equal weight in his mind as, yeah. you know, whoever in the 23rd century. He's just like, yeah, I mean, like, just like we're all animals, we're right? All and yeah. We all want to fuck our moms, you know? It's like, wait, what? Uh, 
he hasn't parsed any of it because the it's engineer just, just uploaded all of the medical <laughs> files into the program. He's like, I'll, I'll figure it out. I'm like, I just need I to get like, this thing up and running. I do like to think that the doctor is like constantly uh, weighing the like how good one theory is to the other. If he just doesn't know, if he just got uploaded with all this information, he's like, well, I actually, I don't know which one to believe because there's all these different theories. Just so, so many different. Yeah. I, I could see him like one day being like, I'm going to try, I'm going to attempt a 16th century method of relieving <laughs> pressure in the brain. And he just like takes out like a, like a yeah. drill. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just going to carve a hole into your skull. It's like, whoa. Wait, wait, what why, the fuck? why did you just replicate leeches? What is going on What's right going now? On? <laughs> We're going to bloodlet. That's uh, just, in my knowledge. My knowledge. It's in uh, here. <laughs> uh, they had to like, it happened one day and he like killed a guy. Uh, and Jane was like, okay, computer, uh, just prioritize anything 22nd century. And the doctor's like, yeah. no, no, no. I now know it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> I had to learn. learn. Yeah. You gotta let me learn. Um, I also really loved, uh, and it goes back to what, Jan was saying about not getting caught up in the proceduralness of this investigation. When he when Tuvok brings him the the pad and says like we found your DNA all over the place, he was like, "All right, you got me. I did it." I mean, I don't know what to tell you here. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I just I kill a guy. I mean, (laughs) sometimes you kill a guy. You know, I love that they cast him so perfectly too. Because when they're like, "Oh, we think it was this guy," and they cut to him and he looks the way he does, you're like. Oh yeah, oh, he did it. That's the guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's definitely yeah. the guy who did it. <laughs> Which is like initially, I thought like it, he looks so much like it's the guy that did it. That's like, oh, this is one of those episodes where we find out it's not that guy. Yeah. It's somebody yeah. else. He just seems extremely weird and suspicious. But it's great though because they use that to explore, you know, the death penalty and violence and and all that fun stuff. I think that I think has aged very well is Janeway just being like, we're no, we're not going to fucking kill him. We're just, we're to federation. We'll yeah. just figure it out. This is Starfleet. We, mm-hmm. This is Starfleet. Damn it. And Tuvok have, yeah. in that moment being pretty psychopathic being like, yeah. nah, fuck it. Let's my, kill him. My, um, <laughs> not, my like, question is why, why wasn't uh, Janeway's first response to be like, no, we're not going to kill him. We're just going to make him work for no pay in engineering by himself. <laughs> As we we all yeah. know, Starfleet has labor <laughs> camps, and that's what we do with yeah. our with that's our vendors. <laughs> we just I, make yeah. them work in highly dangerous areas. <laughs> like every time you have like an antimatter, he's got to go in to do it. The suitor goes in there. <laughs> that's what I love about these episodes. Is they're like they're so close to getting right. They're like, yeah, no death penalty, but then they're like. We still have huge prison complexes, though. We just send them to do free labor. Like we're not abolitionists at all. We just don't believe in killing people, just torturing them. Until she does they die. say that she she wants to rehabilitate Suter, which is That's really interesting. Yeah, which they um, kind of do a little bit through the mind Tuvok, meld. Yeah, Tuvok gives it a shot. He gives yeah. it a go. He does, mm-hmm. and it turns out that it goes both ways. Well, doesn't goes bad? Isn't he in a couple other episodes, and he does kind of get rehabilitated? Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Basics and Basics Part 2. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's a, I I think it's really interesting. They're yeah. really trying something here. Uh But of course, once once he does the meld, once Tuvok does the meld with Suter, is one thing that's get real crazy. 
They do get real crazy. Do, do, this is like a Freaky Friday melt, basically, but with like the urge to kill. Can I say one thing I, I really <laughs> wanted, which we would have gotten in like Discovery? It's the first time I think I've wanted something that Discovery would have given us. Is <laughs> What's that? Once they do the mind meld, uh, we like get like the zoom into what the mind meld is, and it's just this like hellscape yeah. of like of like <laughs> craziness going on in his mind, or like the exact opposite of like nothingness, like like yeah, just complete empty. emptiness oh, God. that we like then see infect Tuvok. Mm, that'd be cool. His eyes turn black right. for Ooh, no reason. But that that, it's like cool. that's what they would do. Yeah. It would yeah. visually indicate it. That'd be uh, bad. I, I love when Tuvok's like dealing. It's just, it's just like when he's pawn farring, when yeah, he's dealing up. with the with the insane urge to kill in his quarters, it's just super dark and he's sweating like crazy. He's like, oh. I love that moment. <laughs> that moment I immediately thought like how sick like a Vulcan Taken movie would be where like some Vulcan has been pushed to their limits and is like, fuck this, I'm going to kill the guy who killed my daughter or whatever and like totally lose their mind. That's totally what Taken is, isn't it? Because Liam Neeson is a Vulcan. He's just like, look, (laughs) I can kill you in 94 different, I know so many martial arts. It's when Tuvok things. Yeah, it's when it's Tuvok was like, I've examined a hundred different ways to murder you. I've been thinking about it for like ever. I was like, oh yeah, this is totally taken. But with yeah. Tuvok. <laughs> I think that would be really interesting. Taken uh, Tuvok. Taken Tuvok. Tuvok taken. <laughs> uh, he, yeah, he, he's just sweating like crazy. And Janeway's like, we're going to get you to stick bait. And he's like, I can't even walk down the hallway. I'll kill somebody. I'll kill somebody. <laughs> and then, and then like, we'll uh, just beam you yeah, there. She's like, yeah. Jesus, you don't get all lost. <laughs> He's doing the like hold me back thing. He's like, oh, I'm gonna kill somebody. You I wish a motherfucker so- would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he really wants to kill Sutter, basically. Yeah, because he's like, I think he's kind of dextering this, I feel. He's like, if I'm going to kill somebody, it should be the guy who's a murderer. Right. Yeah. That's That would be a good way to, for me to channel all my wanting Very to lodge murder. <laughs> it just, I think, is a good hint to what Vulcan society was like before they relaxed. And, and suppressed all their emotions. <laughs> just just bloodthirsty, like crazy, crazy. Constant dudes. murder party. So they put these things on his head. Uh, the treatment is just basically like take away all of his control mm-hmm. and just let him be fucking wild. Let him get it out of the system. Let him get it out of his system, yeah. And I love this scene with him where he is like crazy Tuvok. Uh, but the best part of it is when he is getting really mad about releasing the force field and he puts his hands on the force field and it's like, release the force field! <laughs> They're all just standing there, this is so awkward. And Cass is yeah. like, five, four, three, <laughs> two, one. <laughs> I feel like if if I were the doctor and I had any sense of you know, ethics or anything like that. I'd be like, Hey, I probably none of you should be here. Yeah. We're about really to do this crazy thing to Tuvok. It's kind of embarrassing. extremely personal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and who knows what he's going to say or do. And Jane was like, I'm going to stick around. Cass cool. like, yeah, he's my mentor. I think I can handle that it. That doesn't, uh, two he's security just, guards are like, also, yeah, no, we're good. We won't tell anyone. That also doesn't <laughs> vibe with the doctor. Uh, the doctor wants everybody no. to see how genius he is. So like, yeah. <laughs> he opens the door and is like, 
Hey, we're doing an exorcism of Tuvok you in here. If anybody how, wants to see, you know, it's going to be pretty fucking cool. You want to see the cool idea I came up with? <laughs> he's like, I'm just going to record this. Might be interesting to watch He's got again his later. phone out. He's like, hey, Tuvok's like, what are you doing? Just medical re- records. Uh, records. Nothing. Uh... <laughs> it got really crazy in there. Yeah. It got real crazy. <laughs> he's like treating somebody for a broken arm. He's like, hey, while I make this cast do you want to do you want to see this cool video i took of two cool just losing his shit <laughs> sounds really personal oh it's it's personal but i came the up video's with the like, idea the video's portrait and it's like showing tuvok freaking out and then it flips the camera to him and he does the look at the camera like eyebrow thing like oh this Ugh. is crazy and then like flips it back <laughs> i imagine just doing like the shrug like i imagine it starts what do I do? His, his video starts with like the pad like down facing the ceiling and it's like the face forward camera like hitting the ceiling and you just see him go like um uh fuck it's a live instagram live lots of little bubble like hearts popping up yeah. like tom paris is like this is sick bro <laughs> Keep doing this. this is awesome. I love watching Tuvok. He's like, how long? Do you, like, yeah, he's like, place. He's like, place your bets. How long can Tuvok hold his hand in the force field? God. Oh my God. I love that. I I feel like there's a real missed opportunity with um, TV today. Where like, I would love to have like a doctor TikTok where uh, uh, Picardo is just in character as a doctor, but with the TikTok. <laughs> I mean, Picardo has. He's just making videos. Has Instagram. He he does. No, his, I know, but as the doctor, yeah, like in sick bay, I think it'd be really funny. Do you think? Okay, I feel like the doctor would not wear a mask because he would want to flaunt the fact that he's a hologram <laughs> he's and doesn't need to wear yeah. one. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's like, doctor, it would set a good example. He's like, I, I do not need one because <laughs> I'm better than you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> You just see him doing surgery on somebody with no mask on, and like someone walks by the operating theater, he's like, "Jesus, freak!" Oh, right, right. It's a hologram. It's a hologram. And he turns. You can't hear anything, but he gives the big thumbs up through the window. He like, does the like, yeah, check it out. <laughs> uh, I really yeah. dug the scenes with Suter and Tuvok. I think I mentioned it earlier. I got like really big Hannibal Lecter vibes, especially when Suter gets the Vulcan suppression chill effect from the mind. I was like, I was like, I feel pretty great. Like, I feel like I don't want to murder anybody. You've like, cured me. You've cured me. Yeah. And then Tuvok's like, well, I want to kill so many people. He's like, yeah, you're just going to have to, you're just going to have to fucking deal with that. You're just going to have to. <laughs> did he kill that security guard when he came into, uh, I don't think with? so. My, okay. my guess is he Vulcan pinched him. Okay, good. Uh, be pretty if, wild he if he did, uh, they're definitely not going to talk about it. Uh, no. Janeway's gonna shoot him at the airlock and never let anybody know that uh, the security <laughs> officer killed somebody. There's a cover up behind this episode. Tuvok they're gonna get back to guard. they're gonna get back to the Alpha Quadrant and uh, Starfleet's going through like the data like the uh, roster and they're like, uh, they, he's not showing up here. But like on our old school roster, it shows that uh, Security Chief Michaels. Uh, Mm-hmm. Was aboard? No. Jane was like, I don't know. Michael's. The, it, the, no. I don't know. I remember the crew we shipped out yeah. with. Michael's, I no. don't remember. <laughs> and Janeway and Tuvok do like uh, the office gym look at the camera like, <laughs> we got him. 
<laughs> we got him. Oh god, uh, it's so fucked up. Uh, um, I, when Tuvok's like saying, we've already been over this, but when he's saying that he knows all the martial arts, I'm just, I got the image of Tuvok like in a karate G, just like. Really? Because yeah, I, cool. I got the image yeah. of uh, Tuvok in uh, Ambo Jitsu garb. Oh, yeah. Kicking ass. <laughs> <He> would, <laughs> it's the ultimate evolution of martial arts. I just couldn't, I could not think about that scene in Taken where Liam Neeson is in. Paris and he's in the room seeing everything that happened when his daughter gets kidnapped and I just imagine Tim Russ's face instead of him doing yeah. the whole thing <laughs> just imagining how it happened do you think that Suter wanted to be caught because mm-hmm. it was very like he, the, or well, maybe they explained it because seemed like he wanted to die because he told him like kill me I don't want to I don't know if he wanted to be caught but he he said like I I guess I must have nicked a, a conduit while I was throwing this guy in there or something like that. So maybe he did uh, it on purpose. Like I could see him wanting to get I caught. Feel like, like there's definitely better ways to hide a body than throwing it in a conduit. Like right there, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You got to you got to crew in Michael's them. You got yeah. <laughs> to shoot him the, the, the airlock, man. <laughs> That's awful. Uh, there's uh, this. This is this is a good episode. Um, uh, and I, I have, have a question about what's actually happening to Tuvok. Did yeah. he just transfer his like killer nature, or is he like being traumatized by like the violent thoughts and images that were in his brain? They never really explain what's going on. Uh, as far as I know, with like you know the mind meld, is you basically get the thoughts. And the feelings and yeah. the, the past of other people. And I guess maybe because he's a betazoid, like I'm guessing because uh, Tuvok also, uh, um, Vulcans are also semi-telepathic in in a sense. We we hear that from uh, Kess in this episode. Yeah, I'm guessing the wires crossed in some way and yeah. Turned like overloaded and yeah. It transferred. Normally it's not supposed to last beyond the mind meld, but it did because of because of betazoid. Because betazoid. <laughs> because betazoid. <clears throat> I yeah. do like that moment when Kes is like uh, when Tuvok's like, Kes, take down the forest field. And she's yeah. like, I, I turned off your telepathy. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I mad. It. I it's pretty wild that like I didn't know they could just put things on people's brains and be like, yeah, we just turned this part of your brain off. We turned this part of your brain off. Uh, and we definitely turned that part of your brain off. The only <laughs> thing functioning right now is these specific emotions. <laughs> it's surprising people don't like rock those more often. Like, right? hey, doc, I just, I've been really? so anxious lately. I just, <laughs> can you just turn down my fight or flight response? Like, yeah, totally. We'll just, we'll just. Right. Well, they this kind of happened in a recent episode of Voyager that I watched in season seven, where they like uh, they come across this this uh, group of aliens or whatever that they're transferring prisoners and the prisoners are about to be killed because that's what they do in their society, but the doctor and a lot of other people are like, no, we need to rehabilitate them. You're not going to kill them on our watch, or whatever. And the doctor scans the dude's brain and is like, all of his like. Uh, shit in his brain that allows him to feel empathy is turned off and whatever we accidentally did to him like they saved his life 
turned all that shit back on. And I guess specifically now in that episode, I'm like, why can't you just put those things on his brain and turn the good stuff on and the bad yeah. stuff off? Right. Well, it took four seasons for the doctor to to to, to get there technologically. <laughs> yeah, he had to he hadn't learn been through those stuff. logs yet. He had to learn it. He had to learn all of it. Oh God. Okay. Do you guys want to? Uh, uh, let's see if there's no, some trivia. A, maybe you want to take a peek in the holodeck and then we can come back with some. The, yeah. The only thing I'll dive. say is, as usual, this is a this was considered a bottle show by oh, this bo- like a show that because of a low budget episode, mm-hmm. and as usual, I feel like. Those are the best episodes. Right. This is always this is a bang because there's <laughs> this not a lot great. of science mumbo jumbo. There's not a lot of outside stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. In fact, the most science mumbo jumbo takes place in the holodeck, and we'll get to that after we go and take a peek in the archive. <laughs> Accessing Starfleet archives, USS Voyager, mess hall, simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. Uh, tu- Tuvok? What is that hat you're wearing? What, what about Tuvok? Uh, no, nothing. No, no, no. There's nothing about Tuvok. I just, I thought I saw Look. him walk by. Lopek, your hat is in the way. I couldn't see if that was Tuvok or not. That hat is huge. It's huge, man. It is. Well, thank you. Thank you. I, I believe uh, this is what they called a, a papal hat on Earth. Yeah, I don't. Why are you wearing. The Pope's hat. Yeah, a huge hat. That's you're so smiling weird. a lot, too. I, what the fuck is going on? Oh, I'm just... I feel good. I just feel good. And this hat makes me feel... Did you just say you feel? ...bigger and stronger. I, I mean, I've never I, seen uh, you smile before, it, really. This I, is kind of disturbing. If I felt, I would feel good. I am mimicking human emotions just to make you two more comfortable. What are those two Your bulges is- sticking out of the, the, the Pope's hat? It's like this is a normal you have part the Pope's of a Pope hat, hat, but then there's just like the bulges part just, that, that you don't yeah, have. Yeah, you know, hat. you're so funny, but it, Tom, but it, uh, this again, this is just a normal Pope's hat, but it's not. And it's, why are you getting a, all red? Your face is it's like feeling you're, you look embarrassed. Oh, oh I got I got a vaccination recently for a. a, a a, a space plague. What is under? Uh, what's the under the hat? I'm just recommended. You know, get, get, I'm gonna pull it off. Get, get your hands. Get your hands off. What are the? What are those things on your head, Lopek? What the fuck Did is you, that? Are those the synaptic? Yes. When Tuvok tore. Yes. The synapt. Yes. Tuvok tore them off, and they fell on the ground. And it was the luckiest day of my life. And I just <laughs> put them on the sides of my head, and. Like this, he's not using them, right? So this is really weird. I, I know that you've drunk with emotion right now. Some sort of feelings in the past, but not to this extent. It's not. Come on, I'm just like you guys. I'm just. We're just a bunch of fellas hanging out in the mess hall. You know. Okay, I'm curious now that you've got emotions. What's the funniest thing you've seen in? with your emotion things on your head. Being okay, funny. so here's the thing. Uh, Lieutenant Bolana Torres, she was <laughs> walking down to engineering, and then she stopped in the middle of the hallway, and she's like, did I leave the replicator on? And then she asked the computer if, if she left the replicator on, and the computer said no. And she's like, I always do that. And I was just like, that's so funny. Because like, you can't just leave the replicators. The replicators are always on. Why would you even yeah, think and she's, that? 
and she's the chief engineer of this shit. <laughs> right. She like, should know that. She's the one in tra- and she doesn't know how replicators work. <laughs> I think I may be missing the joke to be, here. To be fair, she doesn't work on the replicators. She has other people's no, work she doesn't. On. She doesn't. She doesn't know anything about replicators. She's just an idiot when it comes to replicators. <laughs> I mean, it's funny. I don't know if it's that funny. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, it's fucking that... hilarious. I don't think I've ever heard you swear before either. I don't think I've heard Lopec <laughs> laugh. I've never heard this. <laughs> this is kind of terrifying, actually, now that I'm. <laughs> what an idiot. Oh, man. Did anyone oh. get in on um, Tom Paris's lottery while it was going on? I almost uh, I was, I was I one number to. off. Really? Yeah. I'm glad none of you got in. Or no, I, 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 no reason, you know. Tom's just kind of an asshole. I don't know if like we've talked about this or not, but he's kind of a piece of shit. It he's did feel weird because it it felt like a it felt like a gambling scheme that you would pull, and I was kind of surprised is. that Tom pulled it before you. It is a gambling scheme that I would pull, and I did pull until he took my idea as per usual with Tom Paris. He's always taking my my racket ideas. Wait, so this was your idea? Literally my idea. We had a drink the night before, and we were pretty toasty. And I said I was going to start this this racket, basically. And um, he was like, oh, that's a great idea. I'll definitely be there before you Let know Let me it. guess. You were drinking real alcohol, and he was drinking synthahol. I mean, maybe. Yeah, that's why. You, Most that's likely, why whenever you're having a drink with Tom Paris, you never bring your own alcohol. You always replicate it. Get that synthahol, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I'm glad that um, you know, uh, I may have told Tuvok what was going on because uh, Tuvok, he, while he was no, not Tuvok. I'm sorry. I keep seeing him like walking. Yeah, I don't know why he's pacing head. the hallway. He, he keeps pacing the hallway behind you, and I don't know what's it's going weird. on. Yeah. He keeps glancing over at you, Tom, actually. What? Yeah, he does. He keeps glancing over at you. Why at me? I, I don't know. Or have you been talking to him about anything? Or, yeah. Or have you? No, we didn't ever had a conversation. I don't know why you think we had a conversation. I, did, I didn't say. He just keeps looking at you. Oh, weird. Well, we definitely did not okay. have a conversation about the death penalty at all. So why are you asking me about it? Well, I... That sounds very specific, actually. Yeah, he, no, yes, you're the one that asked me. I'm telling there. you that we didn't have that conversation, so I don't well, know why. We just asked you if there was a reason why Tuvok would be yeah, looking I don't at you. You mentioned the death I penalty. I don't know why you're asking me about my conversation with Tuvok about putting what's-his-name to death. I don't. I didn't say anything. Why are you Suter? asking me that question? Yeah, why are you asking me about putting Suter to death? Because Wait, you, you just said that you had a conversation with Tuvok about that. Is that what he's been you doing? You keep asking like, heads me this up question, and, you, and I didn't you keep have doing that. the heads up nod? I did not have that conversation with Tuvok about... We didn't are you pro-death penalty, yeah, Tom? Yeah, what is going on? Well, I he committed a, a murder, so it only makes sense to to get rid of him. Um, an eye for an eye. What are we going to do? Keep him on board, then he's going to use the replicator rations. He's going to use uh, oxygen. He's going to get promoted over one of us. So what does it make sense? Why does that make gonna sense? He's going to be in jail, promoted. He, what are you talking about? He's not going to get promoted about? when he's in jail, Tom. Yeah, he's That's confined to his quarters. 
Are you? Is this? Is this because you're of your ambition? You're concerned that he's taking up a slot that I'm just you saying, potentially if we had one less person on this ship. That's uh, better odds for me getting a promotion. So you are in favor of killing this man? Well, n- not if he didn't do anything wrong, which he did do something completely wrong by killing another member. So, now I'm not going to say that I'm happy he killed somebody, but I am going to say. If we kill him, that's two people that I don't have to compete with. Wow, it sounds like you're looking for a, a BOGO. Yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, say I don't want to say BOGO. it's a buy one, get one free situation, but if you were to look at it objectively without any emotions at all, which Lopec normally could do, uh, yeah. I mean, when does it stop, though, Tom? Because when you don't we've do done anything bad wrong. Things. We've done bad things. You have done, done some really weird we stuff. Are somebody. you gonna kill us? Are you gonna kill us? Why would I kill you? Up? You haven't killed anybody. We've done some bad stuff. Yeah, but we're not the troublemakers here. Says the guy who wanted. Do you want Suter ar- alive? Why would you want Suter alive? I don't care. He doesn't bother me. I think me. he's kind of interesting, to be honest. Especially now that he's like got that chill vibe that Tuvok gave him. He like, did give him that chill vibe. He's very he's nice He's super now. chill now. Yeah. Like, I he's went in there the other though. day, and we, we talked about something called Pokemon. Have you heard of Pokemon? Yeah. It's, an, it's a human thing, uh, it, but it, they're these I, little monsters. I'm oh, honestly surprised cool. that they're still making new ones. You would have thought that they would have yeah, ended it, but now they're at, like, hundreds of thousands. How do you even keep track mm-hmm. of them all? I, I, for me, there's the, I, I'm only on the original 1,000. Those are like my Pokemon from yeah. the twenty first century. Is that what he's been taking up in in jail? He's been yeah. He's Pokemon mostly just stuff. playing Pokemon on his pad. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I mean, like we linked I, up. We linked up the pads, and we were able to like fight our Pokemon against each other. Yeah. Is that why your pad was broken last weekend? Yeah, he kind of he got really mad because my uh, Porgazor killed his Dal- Dalasaur. You're so, never going to get those Porgosaurs and Dallasaurs back. No, there's, the pads are broken. Yeah. So. I mean, they've, as we all know, Pokemon turned into a, a NFT situation, right? So it's like each yeah. Pokemon is its own individual Pokemon it's that own. no one can ever own again. Or once yeah. it dies, it's dead. Is I wonder how people I feel about the fact that all these, these hundreds of thousands of Pokemon are stuck in the Delta Quadrant, right. too. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, our responsibility only... to take care of them. Because we, we had, like, only... three or four really dedicated collectors on board <laughs> when we got lost. Including Suter. Yeah, he, he had know... taken the Pokemon to the Maquis. So there's Suter. He's got all a lot of Pokemon. You've got some. Do you know anyone else? Because... I'm, you know, since the racket got messed, I might be in the market for some investments. I have a, you know I, I have mean. like a binder full of data pads from when I was a kid, and I collected them. So, okay, I just carried around. Some with of those are probably shit. worth yeah. a lot of replicator rations. Yeah, mm-hmm. just don't tell Chakotay or, or Compares. Well, I'm just gonna put this thing back on and. Uh, okay, don't wear those for too long, Lil Peg. You probably please, should take yeah. some breaks. Yeah. Why, what do you mean? Look what, hap- look what happened like to Tuvok. Yeah, and there's some veins popping out of your forehead now. You laughed a little bit too hard. Okay. Uh, sorry, uh, <laughs> Chief Engineer Bolana Torres. You definitely know all about how these little things work. <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> I made okay, I gotta get out of here. This is freaking me out. I'm sorry. I gotta get out of here.
So the the mumbo jumbo. This is okay. So the holodeck scene. This is on the. Uh, this is a Shay. Was it Seren? Shay. Voyager. What is the name of this cafe? Chez Sandrine. Sandrine. It's the French cafe. Chez Sandrine, uh, which we've seen before in Twisted and I think another episode. It's yeah. the bar that they hang out in mm-hmm. in the holodeck. It's Paris's bar. Yeah. And he's hustling Kim and Poole. Completely hustling him in the pool. I, my first thought was, uh, why don't they just let him open a casino? I feel like that Tom would love running a casino. Yeah, no, absolutely. It would definitely get his urges right. out, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, that's the parallel of this episode. The A and B parallel. Is that what it parallel. is? Like I urges? Think, I mean, he's in Paris is an insubordinate person. Mm-hmm. There was a reason he was in prison before. Right, that's true. Yeah, the, the he breaks colony. the rules, and this is it. it I think for him, this is a way that he's channeling that. He's doing it on the holodeck. He's hustling people. He sets up the radiogenic sweepstakes. Which do you guys understand what was going on with that? No, uh, they just had to guess what the radiogenic number was going to be at a certain time of day. <laughs> it's like a, it's That's basically like a roulette. It's just like yeah, it's like a lottery basically. It's like yeah. jelly beans in uh in a ca- container, but the jelly beans in the container is constantly shifting. Yeah, I'm also shocked by how quickly everyone in that bar was like. Uh yeah, I can do. I can definitely pick the number. Absolutely, hundred percent. You know, there was somebody who's like, I'm not gonna win that shit. Why yeah, the there's one guy that? who's like, I, I, I need my rapper. Had a rap. minor in radiogenic. <laughs> yeah, like definitely not probability in, yeah. in 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 Starfleet <laughs> Academy, and it's just the odds of that are so small. I'm I've just gonna hang on to my replicator so I can like win yeah. like what ten replicator rations. No, fuck that. Nah. Um, <laughs> yeah. The one thing that pop- I'm just imagining Tom with his pile. Sorry, no, you, you do your no, thing. You, his pile, pile of, of replicator rations. rations. <laughs> <laughs> like, he has so many, he doesn't know what to do with them. He's, he's like, just like replicating bullshit. Like, uh, replicate me, um, I don't know, like a coffee mug that is in the <laughs> shape of a tree. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> replicate, replicate me. A jacket. <laughs> and somebody walks by and is like, Man, I wish I didn't lose my food rations in that lottery. And Tom Ferris is like, you know what? Replicate me like a dinosaur chicken nugget. Just like one dinosaur chicken nugget. Uh, And they're like, man, my my stomach's really rumbling. And then Tom Ferris goes like, okay, you know what? Replicate me a mini Chakotay with a dick nose. Just a mini chocote with a dick Chico nose. with a dick nose. He <laughs> <laughs> <It> just <laughs> leaves uh, it at Chicote's door. God. Uh, the one thing that popped into my mind for some reason uh, when I saw this uh, hustling happening between him and Harry, I was like, oh man, remember our bit that we had on in season one where uh, Tom Paris uh, scams Harry out of a bunch of replicator rations? Uh, because he told Harry that he'd replicate him a cool piece of clothing. <laughs> and he walks cool. into Janeway's yeah. office in like decked out in sweet clothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor Kim. It's like his best friend has zero respect for him. Zero. <laughs> Absolutely zero. <laughs> you'd think you'd get annoyed at a certain point. If your best friend's like, hey, you want to bet? And you're like, 
Yes. Man, you have so much power over me, Tom. You have no idea. Yeah. I, I don't want to do this. But you have so much power what, over me. I want to so know cool. what Harry Kim was like <laughs> in Starfleet Academy. Because, like, it, it, with everything we see in Voyager, Harry Kim is the most innocent, doesn't know anything about the real world person I've ever seen. And Starfleet Academy is supposed to be like college. <laughs> so even if Harry Kim was this like sheltered from his parents, never got to like he be like socialized, he would have he would have had all these moments in Starfleet Academy, not I, about I think, Voyager. <laughs> I think Kim is a mommy's boy. He, this has been shown of, uh, in a couple episodes, yeah. and and I I think that he's one of those people who transports back home every weekend when he's at Starfleet Academy. <laughs> like he comes, he he like brings his basket of laundry uh, of his like cadet uniforms, just hangs out with his parents all weekend, then just beams back, and they're like, "You should stay." And he's like, "No, uh, I I want to just come here and hang out with you guys. You're my best friends." And the dad's just like shaking his head, like I can't believe. This is my kid. Um, I like this. This is another instance in the early seasons where the actors still say Chakote. 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 Mm -hmm. Uh, I love the line that Paris says of like, well, there's a tough job filling out reports. (laughs) Somebody's got to do it. Stinger. (laughs) Chakote's like, and I really want to beat the shit out of you like, right it now. It is a tough job. It's a though. really it's hard. hard. <laughs> I have to be fair and I have to be clear and objective. It's like Tom. Also, that's what he's reminding himself. Of. I was trained by Riker himself on how to put together <laughs> perfect schedule. <laughs> I can also see Chakotay like, yeah, well, also somebody just died, so I have to change the entire schedule. <laughs> Not only did a person two die, but another one is in the prison yeah. all the time I now. Two, I have two <laughs> slots I have to fill now, and I only have three, what is it, three uh, shifts? Like, come on. I would, I would yeah. love to see Chakotay just snap on time. Just sit there and be like... Yeah, I'm not letting this one get by. Yeah, you know what? Somebody fucking died. And do you have any idea how hard it is to fix that schedule? And, and you know what dies? I have to do? I also have to do payroll. <laughs> and you know what payroll is? Replicator rations. It's replicator rations. And now rations. I'm going to have a lot of people coming to me <laughs> and asking me for a raise because they lost their replicator lost rations. Their <laughs> to you. <laughs> to you, Tom. But I also want to point out that he confiscates the replicator rations, which means he's going to go use those replicator rations. So it's not (laughs) going to be Tom Paris who's at the replicator. It's going to be Chakotay, and someone's going to walk by and be like, man, I'm really hungry. And Chakotay's going to be like, replicator, uh, replicate me uh, Tom Paris with a dick nose. (laughs) (laughs) I want to think, okay, canonically, can we make the moment when Chakotay actually becomes a replicator man? Because he has so many replicator <laughs> rations. He is never a replicator man until now. And he's, he's sitting like, in his room. He's I'll looking try, at I'll a try. stack of whatever replicator rations <laughs> look like. Pads. Just a stack of them, data pads. And he just keeps looking at them and he's like, I'll give it a shot. I, you know, fuck it. Yeah, why not? Uh, uh, replicate me some popcorn. That was easy. And he's like, like oh, wow. man, that was super. This is del- this is delicious popcorn. I kind of wish I had some hey, cheddar on this, though. So, would you, yeah, probably me some uh, cheese dust, some <laughs> cheese pe- ch- cheddar. Oh, oh, okay, this is nice. <laughs> what we don't see is like after this episode, but before the next one, where Chakotay goes to Paris, is like, hey, so I have an idea. 
Um, you can keep doing your thing. <laughs> I just need but a cut. I get a cut as well. <laughs> so make that. Uh, I get five percent. You get five percent. <laughs> yeah. I thought you didn't like replicators. And then he turns around, does the over the shoulder thing. He's like, "Oh, I'm a replicator man now." <laughs> um, okay, okay. So we, uh, we have to talk about. And then there's the other holodeck the other holodeck scene. scene now. I want to talk about the the Neil yeah, scene. We have to talk about it where. Oh yeah. I didn't obviously you, you're not supposed to know that this is in the holodeck, but like when he first walks up to <laughs> to Tuvok and just leans over and stares at him for like 30 seconds <laughs> and is just looking at Tuvok or Tuvik Tuvik God damn it. Tuvok Tuvok. <laughs> Tuvok. I was losing my mind. I was like, "What the fuck is he doing?" Like he is so annoying. Yeah, and he just rants and talks and talks. It's it's like Tuvok programmed it. He's like, hey, make it the worst exactly. version of Delix. What surprises me about this <laughs> is not just Tuvok going into the holodeck and just like murdering Neelix, right? No, Tuvok had to like get himself in the mood to kill Neelix. So he's like, all right, I'm going to be sitting here and then Neelix is going to come up to me up and to computer, me. Uh, take all the times that I've been annoyed with Neelix and combine them into one situation. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, it's, this has got to be logical. I can't just do a whatever killing. <laughs> but if it's a lot, if he is just the most annoying motherfucker <laughs> that I've ever met. You know that there is a lot of Voyager fans who are watching this episode and we're like, do it. Just kill him. Just kill him. That's okay. Just, just fucking get rid of take him. his life. Just, just oh, get rid of God. him. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> Stupid the, holodeck. They're the same people who are like, I hate holodeck episodes. They just want space stuff. Yeah. And they I got used to by the holodeck stuff. again. Just space yeah. stuff. I hate the scene where uh, we're exploring what it means for a person to mind meld with a serial life. killer. Ew. Ew. Uh, so yeah, Tuvok chokes the shit out of Neelix and he we see the light. Escape yeah. his eyes. Nice work, Ethan Phillips. <laughs> Fantastic work. Mr. Mr. Uh, Vulcan. Mr. Vulcan. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Vulcan. I mean, Mr. they Vulcan. did it because this was the first time for me where I was like, oh, I get it. I understand why people fucking hate this character because my God is so incredibly annoying. Mr. Vulcan. I, I, <laughs> and of course, like Neelix being the person he is is completely drawn to somebody like Tuvok who has no reaction or emotionality mm-hmm. to him. So he's just like, I'm going to get something out of this guy. I'm going to get, I'm going to talk about his holidays. I'm going to talk about the smile. I forgot that he tries to make him smile. He's like, come on, smile. 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 Good God. We've all had that moment with like a, uh, a, uh, uh, a relative where they're like touching you in some come way. On. And you're like, just, can you not, just I am don't. not in the mood right now. Like, yeah, I did not want to come to this family party. Yeah. I do not want to be here. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, Neelix is the guy at your family reunion where you're like, I need a couple beers before I talk to him. I'm gonna stay over here, <laughs> and then hopefully he doesn't come up to me. <laughs> and then your dad brings him over and is like, "Hey, uh, you, haven't, you, haven't, you haven't said hi to your uncle Larry." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, Uncle hi. Larry. Hi. Yep. <laughs> I thought you'd be taller and than you turn around and so just shut the fuck up and you're like damn it <laughs> yeah fuck and he's like walking away looking at you like <laughs> gotcha. I found I him on you. <laughs> and you're looking around and it's like there's no one by themselves like, fuck. I would love a Neelix episode like that just like a party like the if they ever like uh, do a Voyager reboot 
it's like a, a family reunion and everyone's trying to pawn feelings <laughs> off on each other. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we'd all thought he would be dead by now, but no, no nobody's no. killed him. And He's, he looks as young as ever. I don't understand. Halaxians, <laughs> <laughs> man. Um, uh, man. All right. There's not much else. Wanna wanna this? Let's, yeah, let's rate it. Yeah, let's rate yeah. it. Let's rate it. <clears throat> is this the first time? I don't think it is, but is this the first time we're rating a holodeck episode that had two holodeck scenes <laughs> that really kind of had nothing to do with themselves? Maybe. Because, like, to my memory, yeah, because we have two holodeck scenes here that are that are uh, one for each storyline, basically. Yeah. I think I think it is. Yeah. I really do. I think I think it so this is. is. I'm just just to say, like, this will be interesting to rate because we're rating two kind of completely different holodeck scenes. Yeah, but it's a, it is a holodeck episode. Um, okay, <laughs> so first category is dialogue. It's pretty good. Uh, that line that that sassy Paris line for me, uh, and yeah, all the, the stuff Paris that Neelix do. Yeah, it's pretty pretty great. I mean. I'd say the Neelix stuff is a little more camp for me and less dialogue. Yeah. Uh, As is the computer being like, try your luck next time. Like I thought that was yeah. really fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And the stuff around like Harry Kim and stuff like that. I think it's probably a 3.5 for me. 3.5 Darius. I was going to go with a three for me. And for me, it's a three as well. Romance. They're not a lot. Really, I, I mean, um, Paris is like, just has his but, lady but on his arm. If you, yeah, his, if you watch this outside of Voyager, never watched Voyager before, you just watch this, you wouldn't know that they're like romantically involved. I don't, at least for me, I didn't ever see a moment when they true. were like, it kind of just felt like they were good friends. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm giving it a zero. <laughs> Goose egg. Zero. Although, how much love does does uh, Neelix have for, for Tuvok? Mm, a lot. <laughs> this is before Tuvix, though, right? Yeah, I think so. Nah, this is pre Tuvix. It's a zero for me. Uh, Tuvix. Sorry, I got to figure out what episode. Because it is important. It is interesting contextually. Okay, so Tuvix is after this episode. Uh, okay. <laughs> Just thinking about Tuvix now. Uh, when their <laughs> personalities fuse, do you think part of them is like, wait, you tried you, to kill I me? killed me? Yeah. I, I killed saying. me in the holiday? <laughs> 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 uh, okay. Action. I mean, there's a murder. There's a murder. Yeah. He there's a lot of out. action in the gambling. A lot of, a lot of action. action. Yeah. It's yeah. true. If there's anything, a, they, they, they do a. A superhero choke out, right? Where like he picks him up off the ground and throws him against the wall. Pretty cool. Triple strength. Yeah. It's a four. I'm giving it a four. Yeah. I was gonna go with a four as well. We're all in the same brain. Quadreros. <laughs> Quadreros. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh suspense. Is he gonna kill Tuvox? We don't know. Tuvox. God damn it. Uh, we don't know that he's even gonna Kill Tuvix. Nah, fuck Neelix. Now you got me saying it. Yes, yeah, sir. Now you doing it. Sorry. Don't worry. It's a Monday or Tuesday or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> actually think there's quite a bit of suspense because I didn't think I didn't know that this was in the holodeck. So I was like, I was like is somebody going to kill him? him? Is yeah. somebody going to stop him? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like, gonna uh, is the doctor going to come in and, and help resuscitate him? Yeah. What? what the fuck's going on? I think that's I, at least a three for me. Just in that moment. Mm-hmm. There's suspense in, is anyone going to win the win the lottery but it's really not that suspenseful um yeah i think three for me ditto three a a treros tre a tre you, just, you don't have to keep trying if you don't want 
Tarantino. Trereros. <laughs> Trereros. <laughs> uh, camp. It's pretty campy. It's a five for me. It's maybe it's a, a five. five. Anything with Neelix being Neelix is a five. You smile. Mr. Yeah. Vulcan. Mr. Vulcan. And the computer for me being like the lottery, like you could be a winner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love I love the computer. Majel Barrett being made to do things that she's not usually. So that's a Quinteros. Yeah. That's a Quinteros. You got a Quinteros, a Quadros, and a Trereros. Wow. 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 And, a, and a goose egg. We we're almost to the cycle. We we need a one and a two, right? That's not gonna happen because we got one more thing. It's not, yeah. Uh, stakes. I think they're very low. There's I mean, replicator rations on the. Yeah, but what if what if Neelix or actually Neelix? died? Yeah, who's, I feel who's like gonna be the morale really officer hate. on Voyager? Who's gonna and cook their his... food? <laughs> and also, yeah, especially since everybody's short of replicator <laughs> rations now. <laughs> And Tuvok is gonna go to jail. Yeah, and there's the high stakes gambling that's going on. That actually happened. If he killed Neelix, Janeway would have just like flushed him out the airlock and been like, like, "Neelix, where's Neelix?" Someone be like, "Uh, "Janeway, uh, have you seen Neelix?" I'm sorry, who are you talking about? Sorry, what? You know the guy who's been cooking our food for the last couple years. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Sounds like sounds like a Delta Quadrant illusion. (laughs) Yeah. It sounds like uh, the uh, the uh, Mandela effect to me. Yeah. You know, yeah. we've got another guy. She like <laughs> finds another alien that kind of looks like Neelix, but has a completely different name. It's like Pelix. <laughs> it's just Steven. You talking about Steven? It's Pelix, Steven. <laughs> talking about Steven? And Neelix is like the last Talaxian, right? So yeah, that's the end of a species. About Steven? Yeah, it's <laughs> like a dude in makeup. It's it's like the stunt double for Neelix. He's like smoking a cigarette. He's got like really like badly pasted on like sideburns. Side <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with like a two because the stakes really aren't that high. I mean. It's a, it's a point five for me. I don't really have any stakes. Point five. I was going to give it a three, and I'm going to give it a three because I feel like it's a battle for for Tuvok's soul a little bit. <clears throat> Computer, what's our final score? Calculating two point eight three. Okay, that okay. feels like a two point eight. Oh wow. It is tied with another Voyager episode, the Drask system, once again. Yeah, once again. <laughs> uh, so it's it's tied with real life. That's the uh, Doctor Has the Family okay. episode. Ooh, I like that. I like that that episode worked very hard to do a lot of things very well, and there's a lot of holiday content. And in this one, we're just like, man, Tuvok kills Neelix, <laughs> 2.83. <laughs> At least. <laughs> At least. <laughs> Yeah, there's just a core chunk of Voyager episodes what, in this the, block. There's like six the, Voyager episodes in a row. What's the ranking on it? What number? Uh, that would put it at tied for 19th. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Middle guys, of the table. I got I to gotta point this out. I got to point this out. Take Me Out to the Hollow Suite <laughs> has plummeted. I don't Plummeted talk about in I the don't rankings. Talk about this. <laughs> I, this it is. <laughs> It is 20 seconds. It is 20 seconds. The draft system is broken. It used to be top it is five. Completely broken. It was I'm once sorry. top five. Uh, at the end, once Absolutely. we Absolutely. Once we uh <laughs> once we've watched everything, I'm gonna say uh each one of us gets to pick one episode that we revisit. 
and rescore. I think we should do that. I think a, a person on our Discord recommended that we each get per season one episode to revisit. Oh, or something. Extra six. The extra six. Well, no, the, the extra, extra six, six or... was proposed by me in the middle of an episode. <laughs> and the extra six is not oh, yeah, one sir. per season. <laughs> it's not canon. <laughs> yeah. It's not canon. Sorry. It has not been approved by the committee just yet. <laughs> but I would be down to revisit. Uh, are we close to our one year mark? I, we either uh, hit it oh, no, already or it's like next week or something like that. Okay, I'll check. Uh, but I would be open to. Rewatching an episode, yeah, yeah. and ranking it. Uh, a specific episode, definitely down. I'm open to that. I'm also. I also have a pitch for another Deep Space Nine episode to watch. If you guys are interested, season five, episode twenty one. I think let's, it's called "For the Cause." Let's do "For the Cause," and then if for some okay. reason next week is our year anniversary, we'll redo "Take Me Out to the Hollow Suite." Okay. Woo! Yeah. If you're listening to this. Who knows? It could be one of those two. Yay. Yay. This was a I'm fun so time. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening to Track to the Holodeck. Uh, we are available on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Like where you find your podcasts, you most likely you'll find us. So hit that subscribe button so that you get the new episodes straight to your listening device. And uh, here's what the subscribe button sounds like. Goink. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, a special thanks to our network, Indiesaurus, and we'll play that again one more time. Woo. Ready? You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It just makes me feel violent and calm at the same, same time. It's, it feels like it's, like it's a mind meld right? of yeah. yeah, violent and calm. Oh, man. Uh, we also um, have a Discord. We've mentioned it a couple times. Uh, so it's called Track to the Holodeck. Uh, you can find that in a link tree in our Instagram account, which is at Track to the Holodeck. Mm-hmm. And yeah. our Discord's really cool. We have we, we mostly share memes and make jokes and talk about episodes that we've recently watched. You can also, also find the You can also find the Discord to uh, Indiesaurus in that link tree. Uh, go ahead and join mm-hmm. that. There's a lot of cool shows on that uh, podcast network. And we have our own channel on that Discord, so uh, you can Woo. you can join that as well. Basically, if yeah. you have a lot of free time and you're not working like a triple double <laughs> shift at KFC, <laughs> KFC, like we are, <laughs> we're currently there right now. We're recording we're at KFC. KFC. They wouldn't. We're they, literally they wouldn't fried let chicken us right have now. time off to record the <laughs> podcast where we shout them out. <laughs> yeah, I got to go back to frying some chicken uh, as soon as we're done with this. Uh, the computer voice was provided. Provided by Verona Blue. Thank you, Verona. Great work. The uh, intro and outro music uh, was provided by Bodyline, used with permission from the Midwest Collective. You can find all their stuff on Bandcamp and a lot of other places and everywhere. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Paramount Plus, Viacom CBS. We're a fan podcast. Can you just leave us alone? Also, KFC, yeah. we know we're not sponsored by you, <laughs> but we just want Also, to be just sponsored. a fan podcast. <laughs> We're a KFC yeah. fan podcast. <laughs> we're, 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 we're just doing pro bono volunteer work God. at KFC, but we'd love for you to sponsor us officially. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think we should probably uh, end program because I'm getting a leaf blower about to come into, into recording. Fantastic timing. <laughs> yeah, perfect. And <laughs> You've spent virtually every free hour in the hollow suite. For a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, 
Execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All holo simulations have been terminated.